All right, let's do this. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because I guess the, the the first two times were just well, let's not get into some random argument about Baker this time. Yeah, yeah. Just let me say what I have to say and just let it go. That's but you I'm say what you have to say. That's that's the interesting part, isn't it? <laughs> just, just, just let you all of a sudden somehow Baker Mayfield is both overrated. No, let and, me say let me say fuck you to Cleveland fans. Like this is this is this is a family issue. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Don't bother me. I'm working. 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 Don't work. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another great day to discuss other people's excellence. I'm not for better one himself. Mr. Brett Carroll, Charles is always daydreaming. Charles Day, nice, nice. Yeah, Charles, Charles is always daydreaming, and uh, we're two guys like BSing at work. Um, I was away last week. It was my birthday. I'm the big three zero. Happy birthday to me. More life, blessings, all that. I went on vacation. Look, at the end of the day, my birthday always falls on the week of NFL free agency. What are we gonna do? I, I don't make the rules. That's just how that happens. Uh, but usually, you know, free agency in the NFL is not like the NBA. It's all right. We get one or two major signings, and that's it. I figured it'll be fine. Nothing will happen. We'll talk about whatever when I get back. And I was right. Absolutely nothing happened. So this podcast is over. You could find me at Never Forget Me. At, no. No, this guy. Hold on. This guy, last time we recorded, days before his, his, his actual birthday, like the week before. So he's before he's on his trip to Mexico and all this crap. He says, I wish I, I wish I actually had it recorded, but it was right before I hit record. He actually had the gall, the unmitigated gall to say, it's not like anything's going to happen next week. So every time something happened over the course of the two weeks, he was in Mexico. One week. I, I, was, I, I was texting him. Nothing's going to happen this week. Nothing's going to happen this week. Even more specifically, this is the, the curse. This is the type of bad juju Brett has with his sports teams. He actually said specifically, not like anything's going to happen with Deshaun Watson anyway. So we, we have everybody, everyone that. can thank Brett that something happened because he specifically said not just nothing's going to happen, but definitely nothing with Deshaun Watson. I did say that. And what's our first topic now that you're back in America, bro? First topic of today, Deshaun Watson to the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, uh, which was a fascinating tale. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it's kind of, I'm kind of glad that part of this circus is over. It's not over yet. We still got to figure out what's going to happen with the 22 civil lawsuits. We still got to figure out what the NFL is going to do. Uh, are they going to suspend him? If so, how long? That part we got to figure out. But we do know if and when he plays again, it will not be for the Houston Texans. When? It's not an if. It's a when. He's not criminally charged. He's going to play again. No, that's true. That's true. When he plays again, it will be for the Cleveland Browns. Um, and what's his really favorite fun. team, as you could tell from his hoodie, right? And and it was a fascinating pursuit of what happened. I mean, it sounded like the Falcons were basically the deal was done, they were just uh figuring out some of the kinks in the in all the uh, contract negotiations and everything. And then somehow, some way, Cleveland came back into the fold and say, Hey, 
you know, just <clears throat> just throwing just throwing this out there. What if we uh guarantee you two hundred thirty million? Fully guarantee the money. Yeah, fully guarantee. Uh, like they probably watched Ballers. No spoilers. And the season and the series finale of Ballers when The Rock uh, gave Patrick Mahomes a fully guaranteed contract. Um, they were probably watching that like, yo, what if we did that for Deshaun Watson? And they called his camp and they said, yo, we're smoking blunt. We're watching Ballers and we're like, what if we? Gave you two hundred thirty million guaranteed, and Deshaun Watson said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Pretty much, if you guys like are, are in the camp of why would he choose the Browns, and that's your that's your main question, like why the Browns, their history. Even though I think both me and Brad will defend the roster they currently have as the probably the best roster they've ever had, at least in the last twenty years since they became the Browns again, right? Yeah. But that's besides the point. Besides the 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 the, the all the all pro talent that's on defense besides the all pro running game besides the offensive line besides those on the field reasons that we could point to and say they ain't bad it's the 230 million dollars guaranteed i don't care who you're a fan of i don't care how much you like somebody if they offer you fully guaranteed money in the nfl even if it's matching a better situation that you like say it's miami or, or Green Bay, and Green Bay is the one offering you 100% guaranteed. You take the 100% guaranteed because not every day you're offered a quarter billion dollars. You have to take it. You have to take it. Yes, so, so, so Cleveland and, and, by, and by the way, we can as good as Cleveland is, that's a terrible football situation, not because it's Cleveland, but because the AFC is already loaded. To me, it would have made more sense to go to the NFC South because Brady already kind of retired even though he came back. You figure, look, the way these teams are running right now, I could run that division for the next 10 years until they make a move and get somebody, right? We don't, you know, it's hard, you know, as Charles keeps trying to tell me, franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to replace a Tom Brady and a Drew Brees or even a Cam Newton or a Matt Ryan. So whatever NFC South team he went to, whether it be the Saints, Carolina, or the Falcons, they could have been running shit in that division, for at least, I would say at least five years, to be honest with you. No, I get it. He yeah. didn't go to an easy situation. And real quick, I'll just say the trade so everyone can have it fresh in their heads. The Houston Texans trade Watson and a six-round 2024 pick. And Cleveland trades a first-round pick in 22, a fourth-round pick in 22, a first-round pick in 23, a third-round pick in 23, a first-round pick in 24, and a fourth-round pick in 24. And the... Steel. Texans will have the 13th overall pick in this year's Steel. draft and the 107th Steel. overall pick in this year's that draft. Is, I'm sorry. Listen, bravo to Cleveland. To me, that's a steal. Oh, yeah. That's, Cleveland did a great a, trade. Cleveland got a, a great trade. I, me, me and Charles argued about, you know, whether the Steelers should do anything. And I said the Texans were going to tax heavily because it's in conference, as I thought they would, as they should. We knew the three first-round picks were a minimum. But based on what Russell Wilson, what Denver had to give up to get Russell Wilson, which was out of conference for an older quarterback, who, by the way, as much as I love Russell Wilson, his last year and a half hasn't been that great. So you don't know if he if he peaked already. They gave up a first and a second, another first and another second, and a fifth and players. So I thought that, that Houston was going to say three firsts, and I thought they were going to say three seconds. 
To be very honest with you, that's what I would have said if I'm trading him to the AFC. That's what that's where we're starting. Or three first, the second, a second, and a third, or something. You know, something yeah. some machination of the that. Fact that the fact that Cleveland didn't even give up a second round pick, and the fact that this year they gave up a first and a fourth, not a first and a third. I think that is insane. Not a first and a second. I thought right. I, I thought that was the starting off point was a first and a second this year right now, besides the first the, the three first round picks because there's ways around that you could have a 22 a 24 or 26 or however you want to do it but i think everybody in their right minds thought you would at least get two in the top 60 picks this year which and my thing is not only did they not give up a second round pick at all but this year they're only giving up another fourth Instead, it's not even theirs. It's Detroit. It's, there. it's Detroit. It's Detroit for which I think is a better fourth because it's Detroit. Because so, it's one oh seven, so I think it's at the top of the fourth round. Okay, so it's basically a third. But the point of the matter is, you're still giving up a fourth round pick this year. And here's why that's insane, guys. We know that Cleveland's picking thirteenth in every round. We know that. If Deshaun Watson is playing for let, – let's say he doesn't get suspended for, for that long, or let's say they're able to hold down the fort until he gets back, even if it is eight games or whatever. We know once they get Deshaun Watson, they're going to be a good team. So you might be picking in the 20s, maybe even the 30s. If everything, if, I mean, because if you're training for Deshaun Watson, you're trying to win a Super Bowl. You're not just trying to make the playoffs. But so you, you should be – they should be picking in the late 20s, early 30s every year since then. And yet you didn't take advantage of this year's draft class and what you know they're picking 13th. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't yeah, make- I would have rather, and, th- and this is minor, this is really, as people say, in the, into the baseball type of stuff. Like I would have foregone the fourth and third round picks in 24 and 23. And I would have asked for picks this year, a higher pick this year, and then a higher pick next year. Because it's still the same amount of picks but you can also like because next year in 2023, it's a first and a third. Like right. you, you could have at least tried to finesse the fourth round pick in 24 into a fourth round pick in 23, like or something, something along those lines, or, or, or 22, I mean, even. Um, yeah, exactly. Take it to all right. So if you're thinking that he might be suspended this year, so you're thinking the Browns might not be that good this year, yeah, go all in on next year as well. Right. I would have done a first and a second this year, a first and a second next year, and maybe to your point, go for a third and a fourth next year as well, and just get a first round for 2024 and call it a day. Yeah, like, build up I'm just I'm over just, the next two. But I'm just really surprised they didn't get more. But to your I'm point, really why didn't he choose the NFC? A lot of the rumors, again, he really wasn't in the country, so he wasn't getting the notifications like we were. So, you know what I mean? Like, he really wasn't on the timeline like the rest of us. At one point, it looked like he was going to be a Falcon. They Like, yeah. the, the stories coming out was, you know, he's going home, all, all, the, all the ties he had to the Falcons organization. I forget the Falcon that helped him get his home because he was part of some uh, – charity group that the player was running and he was one of the kids that benefited from it because he lived in the area and and it was a great story don't get me wrong I, I thought it would have been awesome I would have been one of the first fans looking up the I'm coming home video on YouTube and then mm-hmm. this Browns trade happens and you're like why would he choose the Browns because of how deep the AFC is which is a valid question the Browns have a better offensive line the Browns have more weapons, you know, sans Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is the only weapon, really, in Atlanta. And you know, I know somebody, Kelvin Ridley, that's great. He ain't even playing next year. And it wasn't like, you know, 
what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like, like the only problem with the Browns is they let Landry go before this happened because they could have Landry and Cooper with, uh, with Deshaun Watson. Some people are a little iffy on Cooper. I think Cooper's a good wide receiver. I think he's a solid number one. He's a better number two. Cause if you, if he's your number two, that means you have really good wide receivers. Odell gotta be in the mix for getting coming back to Cleveland right now because his problem was with Baker. Cleveland, Cleveland killed this offseason. The Amari Cooper trade, because I think they only gave up a fifth and a sixth rounder for that one, right? Which, again, the fact that they got away with just giving up a fourth this year, I would have milked them for the rest of their picks this year, but that's just me. Um, the Amari Cooper trade, getting Deshaun Watson, I mean, they've won free agency so far, in my opinion. Now, granted, this is the NFL. This isn't the NBA. The team that usually wins the offseason free agency – usually doesn't win, which is weird. So football's a weird sport. It really is about the draft. The Rams are probably the first team that's been able to say screw the, the draft. The Rams have won the draft, too, and still have sucked. So that's the problem with people being happy about winning the draft, too. We all should have some, you know, pump the brakes moments in the offseason. But me and you were joking before we even got on, on, on this pod right now, like minutes ago, because Steelers fans are hype about Mitch Trubisky. He's the best, and we'll get into it later, but he, he's the best free agent signing they could have possibly did. Be excited for your team. But I'm telling you, like, dude, I'm not hating. Like, we're, what are we talking about? Same goes for, for the better teams in the AFC. No shade. I'm being serious. Like, the, the Browns, the, last year the Browns were supposed to be better than the Steelers. They weren't. And I don't think I'm going on a stretch, or this is a hot take, to say they just significantly upgraded at the most important position. It could be the same roster they had last that's year. Not, that's not a, that's that's not even a hot take. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's crazy. But that's my point. Some people are talking because he didn't play this year. He held out. Like they don't remember who Deshaun Watson is. Yeah. And, and granted, you can, he was a top five quarterback last we saw him. He led the league in passing yards last we saw him. Um, granted, you can make the case that a Joe Burrow and maybe even a Justin Herbert is up there now too. Okay, fine. If he's not a top five quarterback anymore, he's sixth. He's still top 10. He's still a top 10 quarterback in the league. That's how deep the AFC is. The top 10 quarterbacks in the league, you could make an argument with the exception of Tom Brady, obviously, are exclusively AFC. And and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Are all all in the AFC. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Because right now, and we'll get into it, but like the, the crazy part about him joining the Browns is between the North and the AFC West, Insane. what the hell? That's the playoffs. That's literally what the playoffs could be is th- those two divisions. And the messed up part is we still got the e- AFC East divisional champ and we still got an AFC South divisional champ. So right. all those teams that are playoff caliber teams will not yeah, be making we'll, the playoffs. We'll, we'll get into the Dolphins later. And to your point. Oh, did they do something? Yeah, they did something too. We'll talk about that in a second as well. But yeah. well, I'll, I'll say this before we move on. Well, one, there's two things we got to talk about. Baker Mayfield. But two, let me just get this off my chest right now. Browns fans, I don't ever want to hear about a Ben Ben Rapist Burger joke again. Don't, y'all, y'all lost that privilege. For years, y'all kept telling me, oh, and your quarterback did this, and your quarterback did that. Well, guess what? Your quarterback got 22 cases against him. Innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. But the point of the matter is, I don't want to hear no no moral issues about quarterbacks anymore from you Browns fans. And two, I don't think y'all deserve Deshaun Watson. That's just me. We're not going to get into it. Y'all didn't. We're not going to get into it because on the first take, we no no pun intended, we tried to make this pod, which is actually the second take. Um, there was technical difficulties, and we lost the twenty minutes we recorded. And fifteen of those twenty minutes were me and Brett 
arguing about Baker Mayfield, mostly because I was like, he went from overrated and now the Browns fans don't appreciate what they got. And which isn't just uh, Brett, mind you, that, that that's part of the narrative I've been seeing. Kind of like what I was just saying about Deshaun Watson, people forgetting because he didn't play last year. The same people that are iffy on uh, Deshaun Watson right now, because he didn't play for a year are the same ones that are hype about Mitch Trubisky who didn't play for a year. So, so I just th- see that crossover and, and it's kind of funny because it's like, Oh, you got the 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 low the low key Steelers fans and you got the low key Browns fans. That's essentially what that argument is now. But there's other big move, moves because I, I feel like we're going to well, be talking about Deshaun Watson a lot more now because now we yeah, know we, we, we do got to figure out what to do with Baker Mayfield. I'm in the camp of you keep him for now. I believe with I know they brought in Jacoby Brissett, but I believe. And the, if they want something for him, because reportedly they want a first-round pick for him, which I, I just don't see them getting at this point for Baker Mayfield, I believe you should keep him because if – I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson is suspended for eight games. I think if you're the NFL, you have to suspend him for eight games just for PR purposes, right? Just, cult, just get it out the way, suspend him for the first eight weeks of the season, get it over with. If that's the case, having a guy like Baker Mayfield that you know thrives in your system – when the system is working and he and he plays well, having him for those first eight weeks is important. And then guess what? If he plays well, there's going to be an injury. There's going to be a team that that's struggling. There's going to be a team that needs a quarterback still. There's going to be a rookie who's just not who's just not panning out. Right? Then you can trade him, and you'll probably get more for him. And if you're Baker Mayfield, that works for you because if you can show that you're a good soldier, because that's been the problem with Baker Mayfield too. It's like yo. You've done a lot for the Cleveland organization, but you've also kind of been a dickhead. If so, if you can prove that you're humble, you know, you've humbled yourself, be a team player, play well, get traded to another team, play well for them, you can still make your money. Because the NFL doesn't the quarterbacks are important. And if you got a quarterback, and if you don't have a quarterback, you will pay to get a quarterback. We've seen it already. Overpaying to trade for Carson Wentz. Uh overpaying to trade for um well, actually, I don't think anybody else was overpaid for for a quarterback. Oh, but I'm the Carson Wentz hater. But real, real quick, because you made a good, you made a couple good points, and this is just from this is from today, at the time of this recording, this, this broke three hours ago, from Sports Illustrated report, the Seahawks could be interested in Baker Mayfield trade for quote the right price. Now, right. Indianapolis is no longer interested in trading for Mayfield, and none of the Saints, Panthers, or Falcons appear to want Mayfield services per Cleveland.com's Mary Kay Cabot. Uh, though one franchise could be a sensible spot at the at the right price, and that would be Seattle. Now, Seattle's interesting for two reasons. Uh, well, three, because they have a quarterback in Drew Locke, who I, I don't have too many nice things to say if we're talking about playoff quarterbacks. Um, recently, Pete Carroll came out and brought up the name Colin Kaepernick in a press conference because he said, well, I'm obviously going to be asked about it, which anybody as a reporter is like, were you? And he brought him up only to pretty much say, well, someone should sign him. Motherfucker, you need a quarterback. Like, why'd you bring him up? I say that because now we have Baker's name being attached to the Seahawks. I brought up to you the other day. Why are the Seahawks not one of these teams that would be in the running? There was another report about a day or two ago that the uh, Browns might have to attach a pick to move on from Baker. And under that scenario, I said, as a Giants fan, if we were to get a pick with Baker, bring him in. You know, worst case scenario, we don't resign him. But what would we have to give up? Yada, yada, yada. Who knows? What do the Browns want? Because 
if you trade him, you did waste a first overall pick on a quarterback that didn't make it to the next contract. So, right. and that's just a bad look. I don't, right. I, I don't know where he ends up, but if I had to put my money on it, since the Colts made the move uh, for Matt Ryan trading that uh, a later pick for Matt Ryan and acquiring a really good vet and leader in, in Matt Ryan, I think that which is an upgrade from Carson Wentz. The, the Colts are out of the running. I'm surprised that well the Saints are out the running now because Jameis Winston is it, it, it resigned. The Panthers being in the running for Baker Mayfield make zero sense to me. Well, they're, they're, they're not. They don't want Baker Mayfield. They, yeah. they don't have. They don't have the. <clears throat> they don't have the trade assets to trade for him anyway. And the Falcons have and, now and signed. He's not, and he's not worth the first round pick. So no, that's not no. going to happen. And the Falcons uh, signed uh, Mariota. Mariota. So again, and I'll talk about this more when I do my next mock draft. You know, everybody still wants all these teams to draft a quarterback because I get it. It's weird to think that no quarterback will be drafted in the first round. But I think teams have to- told us they don't like these quarterbacks. The Steelers signed Mr. Trubisky the first day of free agency. It's not like they waited a week and said, ah, oh, crap, we lucked out everywhere else. Let's just get Mr. Trubisky. That was a- not only did they get him the first day, that was like one of the first signings, period. In the offseason. Yeah. So yeah. that showed you where their head was. And they're and they're a team that's linked to Malik Willis. And I'm sure if he's there at 20, they'll think about it. But they still said, no, we'd rather have a veteran right now. Uh, Washington traded for Carson Wentz. Atlanta signed Marcus Mariota like the same day they traded away Matt Ryan. So that's kind of telling you where these teams are on these rookie quarterbacks. Drew Locke, to your point, was was in the Russell Wilson deal. So that's kind of telling you where teams are with these rookie quarterbacks. And Baker Mayfield, unfortunately, is one of those guys where, like, nobody's banging. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo still hasn't been traded. You know what I mean? Like, and, and not, and and not for nothing, the, the next couple of moves that might happen, and I'm saying it more from a, um, a asset standpoint than a need standpoint, I think we're going to start seeing like a DK Metcalf moved or something along those lines before we see a Baker Mayfield. Because for everything you said – what where, where's the need the only team that has a need is seattle so if i'm playing trade machine right now how does a baker mayfield for a dk metcalf trade work out who's the one receiving what picks or extra players or da, 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 da. that's an interesting thing that is on the table uh but there's been tons more moves than just uh the, these quarterbacks and before we go to the afc south or the afc east i should say uh there was the AFC West is just stacked and it's probably going to be everyone's favorite division next year. Uh, we'll start with one of the teams that didn't make the playoffs. We talked about the Broncos last, last time on the pod, so we don't need to talk about them. Now we'll talk about the other AFC West team that didn't make the playoffs real quick. And that was the LA chargers who have acquired Khalil Mack from the bears. And in any other season, any other offseason, like how Brett opened up this pot, that would be the headline move. That would be the biggest move of the offseason. That's how crazy it is that we're probably going to spend a minute talking about this because there's that many other moves that have happened. It's not even the biggest move they did. <laughs> they signed J.C. Jackson. Yeah. They, re-signed, they re-signed Mike Williams, which I think was huge. A lot of people thought they were going to let him go, but the fact that they were able to re-sign him is huge. And, um, and the Jackson thing is funny because me and you were talking like, I will, I'll, I'll keep it 100, curtain down, guys. Like, I was like, oh, man, he's like the biggest move that's probably going to happen. He's the most coveted cornerback. Brett's not wrong, mind you. I'm just saying, like, 
how good are these corners that get moved in free agency? How often are they still good corners, especially when a defensive mind like Bill Belichick is the one letting them go and doesn't want to pay them? Like, how hype are we going to get over J.C. Jackson? And then, similar to Brett, nothing's going to happen next week. That move happened, and no one talked about it because of all these other moves, including, again, Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson are on the same damn defense now. Uh, no, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on the same damn defense. Like, Joey Bosa is going to be so angry at every black quarterback in his division. Oh, oh yeah. He's the gonna... only one that's safe is Carr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be a mess. Russell Char- Wilson got Russell Wilson got to Denver, and Bosa's like, I thought you were one of us, Elway. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were a good one. Uh, the Chargers are interesting. Um, because now all the pressure is on Justin Herbert, which is um, also still unfair because of how deep this this whole thing is. And Justin Herbert know. played great last year. That final game with the Raiders was fire. Like it's just funny because hey, you're not wrong. wrong. You're not but wrong. Listen. I yo yo L.A. L.A. Please fuck this up with Herbert so he demands a trade to the Giants. Please, <laughs> please. You're so good at it. Like just just fuck it up. Fuck it up for us. The rest of the Justin league. Justin Herbert, the pressure's on you, my friend. You got to at least make the playoffs. I'm not saying win a Super Bowl, but you got to at least make the playoffs. Joey Burrow went to a, the Super Bowl in his second year. Your defense is going to be amazing. You have all your receivers back. And, and on top of that, they did all these moves, and they still have their first-round pick. So they need they is- need another tackle. I think they go there. They, they, still, they still need to fix their run defense a little bit. A little bit. But we'll, we'll – you know – so what do they do in the first round? Do they go Jordan Davis or do they go offensive tackle to try to shore up that offensive line? I don't know. But either way, Justin Herbert, there's kind of no excuses, bro. There's kind of no excuses going into this year, into this year. So that's interesting. Also in the AFC West, Devontae Adams. That, yeah, we thought, I, I just pulled up the trade. The Packers traded. What? We thought that was going to be the biggest deal, right? I remember I was in Mexico. I'm walking around on the beach. My phone is blowing up. And I, I, and I didn't see what happened. I just see people say, what, what, what? I said, what happened that everybody is like just so flabbergasted? And I looked at my phone and I saw the Bleach Report thing, Devontae Adams traded to the Raiders, and I almost dropped my phone in the ocean. Like, that's that's how stunned I was. I was like, wow. And of course, Charles hit me. Nothing's going to happen, bro. <laughs> so I got the, this from Packers.com. So this is the trade. The Green Bay tra- Packers traded uh, Adams to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders for a first-round pick, the 22nd overall pick, and a second-round pick, the 53rd overall pick in this year's draft. And Adams was a second-round pick, so that's you know ridiculously great value for w- who he was when you acquired him uh, in 2014. At, he played 116 games. 109 of them were starts in the eight seasons with Green Bay. In 2021, he set a new single team record, single season team record for receptions with 123 and receiving yards with over 1,500 yards and became the first player in team history with 300 catch seasons, 2018, 2020, and 2021. So he, they acquired that from Green Bay. They Carr gets his target from college, someone who he's boys with to the point where Devontae Adams took less money to sign with the Raiders. Mind you, he grew up a Raiders fan. He's from California. And you you will take that change in, in pay 
literally for the comforts of Las Vegas over whatever the hell's in Green Bay. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think Nevada has no state tax. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter if they have no state tax. If you've ever been to Vegas, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Vegas with no money taken out of your pocket. That's pretty good. And, and and you're playing with one of your best friends. And and if 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 the Bengals chase, uh, drafting Jamar Chase has taught us anything, that chemistry between a quarterback and a, a certain wide receiver is is an intangible. You can't really. Um, hell, hell, we saw it in Green Bay. The, the chemistry between him and Aaron Rodgers was was magical. We got one pod done, mind you. Last last time we recorded a, a BS in football pod, I said. Okay, so now Aaron Rodgers got signed, and how long until he's going to be complaining he has no targets? Well, listen, I'm glad you said that. They have four picks in the first two rounds. Green Bay, I'm not going to lie to you. If you don't spend at least two of these on wide receivers, he has every right to be pissed off at you. I don't want to hear we don't draft wide receivers in the first round. You have two first-round picks. Not even that. You have two second-round picks. You can still get two wide receivers in the second round. No, but, but yeah, my thing is draft one in the first round, draft one in the second round. Like, don't, like, just don't be big Okay, Mr. Mr. Supermock, who who do you think they should draft in the first round? Traylon Burks will be there in the first, should be there in the first round. Take him. Um... I mean, honestly, if you really want to impress Aaron Rodgers, draft two of them. Uh, I saw a mock draft that had them having Traylon Burks and uh, what's his name, Jahad Dotson from um, Penn State. They they should – hold on. They definitely should draft two wide receivers with their first four overall picks. I I think that's like just – that should – you know what I mean? Like that should be your game plan. Other two are are best player in need, but you need two wide receivers. Like you need that. I mean, at 53 – at 53, at 53, a guy like George Pickens might be there. Might. That's one, and he's one of my favorite wide receivers. I'm praying that he falls to the Steelers. There's no way in hell he does. But at 53, he might be there. If you if you've only taken one receiver, I think you gotta take him if you're the Packers. I love George Pickens. He would have been a first round pick, but he was hurt. I love George Pickens a lot. I really love his game. Um, you take him in the second round and you take another guy who probably one of the, either Traylon Burks or if one of the Ohio state guys is there in the first round, take, take one of them. I, I really think that, um, that's what they should do. Uh, you got it. You owe it to, to, if, if the reports are true that he knew that Devonte Adams probably wasn't going to be there, he still resigned. You owe him to get him some freaking weapons. Like it's I just, mean, that, that's the question, right? Did he resign knowing Adams was gone, or did him resigning kind of just push Adams out the door? That was like the deciding factor for Adams. Like we don't know because I, because I think they were going to franchise tag him anyway, and he said he didn't want to play in the franchise tag. Yeah, well, I think yeah, that, I think that's exactly. I think that was a the the, the chain of events. But I, I just mean from a you know, if if he wanted to be in Green Bay, he would still be in Green Bay. Yeah, I, I I think he didn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. Me and, I think, and I think, especially on a franchise tag, and, and he's always flirted with the fact that, like, yo, if, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, I'll go to Ray. Like, he, I think he flat out said that last year. Like, I want to play with Derek Carr. That's my buddy. You know, my well, yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's more to do with who he wanted to play with, not who he didn't want to play with. But at yeah. the same time. And, and, I, and I, I will say this. I will say this. 
a part of me is looking at Aaron Rodgers a little sideways because he swore this wasn't about the money. This sounds like this was about the money. It's always point. about the money. Come on. You, like, that's what you, I was about to say. That's what I was about to say, dude. So how much of this is Aaron Rodgers and all these dr- drama games he played this last season, the goodbye letter that apparently wasn't a goodbye letter, all this crap. And you lost your number one target. Granted, everybody knows the story of Jordan Love. Everybody knows all the wide receivers you didn't get. You could have had T. Higgins, who got a thousand yards on the Bengals that, that year. Trust us, the whole world knows. But it's not like Aaron Rodgers seems like a guy you want to be around. For all the shit me and you hear as Nets fans about Kyrie Irving, there's video evidence of how the team likes him. Mm. Like, it does, I just don't see the same type of camaraderie and all that BS with Aaron Rodgers. Granted, they're completely different people, and different people just have different body language. You might not know it. You might be perceiving it 180 degrees the wrong way. So don't get me twisted. I could be so wrong. But me as a fan of a man that I once thought was the greatest quarterback talent-wise to ever play, to see that no one wants to play with him like that, it's just telling. There's guys that have been taking cuts for years to play with Tom Brady. Yeah. All yeah. different generations. From <laughs> Brandon Lloyd up to the to current day with Antonio Brown even, you know, up until he went crazy again. Who saw that coming? Oh, everybody but Brett. But anybody. <laughs> but anyway. Like, fuck, fuck Bruce Arians. Go ahead. I Listen, I, I just I just think – I just think – um to me, it just it makes it makes Rogers look bad because he swore that the one thing this wasn't about was the money, it was about respect and da da da. Whenever and you I, say it's not and, about and, the money, it's about the money. And I and I was on that campus saying, you know what, I couldn't stand that, blah, blah, blah. But now it sounds like it was just about the money because I think he's the highest paid quarterback right now. And it's like, okay, well, the team's not gonna not gonna do well. But at the same time, like I said. If you're the Packers, you're in a great situation. Draft some wide receivers. Don't be don't be assholes and not draft wide receivers because you're gonna be pissed if he then turns around and does a passive what aggressive. Percentage of you want them to not draft wide receivers? Oh, a big part, a big part. Just, that's why I wanted, I wanted you to keep it hundred right there. Be very honest with you, but that's what that's that's been my issue from this whole thing from the jump. Both sides are being petty, right? So even the, when this happened two years ago when he demanded a trade on draft night and they still didn't draft a wide receiver. I'm like, bro, are y'all serious? Like the man just demanded a trade today and your response was, oh, you want to demand a trade? Oh, we'll show you. Let's get another defensive guy who, and I can't remember who they got, but I don't think he's really panned out so far for them. So it's like, dude, like you, and obviously it's only been a year, but it's like, bro, like you, they, they've been petty in all this too. And I can see them still being petty. I can see them still saying, no, we're not going to draft wide receivers early. I can see them not doing it, not only not doing it in the first round, but I can see them not doing it at 53 and maybe at 59 saying, yeah, okay, we got you another wide receiver. And like, really? We had four picks within the top 60 and not, and only one of them was a wide receiver? Like, come on, dude. I hope I can see that. I can see this man. I I don't I don't care for the Packers. I hope the Bears sweep them for the first time in 30 years. I really don't care. Like, like, like the the whole attitude Aaron Rodgers has had the last year, aside from all the 
the vax shit and where you fall on that it, it I, I what annoys me about it is how pretentious and smug he fucking comes off like like he's the smartest guy in the world i already vented about that so like part of me just wants to see him like go out and be the best go ahead and win mr mr you you know it doesn't really matter who you have around you which is isn't even sideways like he really is that good so go ahead you want to be paid that much you want to make 50 million a year win a playoff game at home how about that but well, before we move on, I do have a quick hot take. As much as I love the Devontae Adams to the Raiders, I think they're the worst team in the division. The Raiders? Mm-hmm. Nah. I think they're the worst team in the division. Now, with that being said, I still think they can make the playoffs. I really believe all four teams might make the playoffs this year. But I think the Raiders might be dead last in the division. I think it might go. I think the, I think the Broncos might be the worst one. No. That Broncos roster is so. The Broncos went all in for Russell Wilson because they realized that they are they are legit. They're the one team that was legit a quarterback away. That's how bad Drew Locke was. It's like, yo, we have an offensive line, we have a good running game, we have receivers, we have a great defense. You just suck. <laughs> so you get a guy like Russell Wilson. I I wouldn't be surprised if Denver wins the division. I really wouldn't. I, I think the Chiefs are better, even though they lost Tyreek Hill. We'll get into that. So wait, um, you you are taking and you're taking the Chargers over the Raiders. Yeah, I'm not. The the, 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 the both teams got better, so don't don't do it. We got a twist of what I'm saying. But the Raiders beat the Chargers last year when they had nobody besides Jesus and Derek Carr. So you know what I mean? Like, there are here's here's the reason why I because I, I still don't trust the Raiders defense. The Chargers defense got way better. The Raiders' offense got way better because they had Darren Wallace, they had Hunter Renfro. Devontae Adams just makes everybody's job easier. So I think their offense is going to be amazing. Well, the Raiders need to go defense the entire draft. Yeah, the the, well, they don't have a first or second round pick, so that's going to be hard. Um, I think the Raiders' defense is what's going to hold them back. I think they're going to be in shootouts every week. And in any sport, and I always say this, you can't rely on offense. It's just too inconsistent. It's just too inconsistent. So, I, again, I think they're going to win a lot of games. I think they can still make the playoffs. But don't be surprised if they're technically last in their division. Right. And, again, that's not a knock on them. I'm just saying as much every team in – well, the Chiefs actually got worse. But every team in the division besides the Chiefs got better. And I still think the Raiders might be the worst team in the, in, in the division because I think the two teams behind them – Got better than they did. That's just me. Again, again, I'm not saying that I'm not saying they're gonna suck. I'm saying I'm fully saying I could see them being the seventh seed in the playoffs, but that means they came last in the division. They could be the fourth team. The fourth team in the AFC West could be better than all four, or they could be better than three teams in both southern divisions. Exactly. Exactly. Which is just crazy. But and I mean AFC and NFC South. Like the, the the fourth team in the AFC West could legitimately be a better team record wise and on on the roster than six teams in two other divisions. Absolutely. But absolutely. anyway, speaking of the Chiefs, because we didn't bring them up for a reason, the Kansas City Chiefs. As of this recording, it was yesterday. The Kansas City Chiefs traded six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five. Count them five times. Five times. Five times. Five picks, a 2022 first-round pick. That's the 29th overall pick. A second-round pick, the, the, num- the number 50 overall pick this year. A fourth-round pick plus a fourth and sixth-round picks in the 2023 draft. 
Dolphins are also giving Hill a four-year, $120 million extension, including $72 million guaranteed, also including a $52.535 million at signing. So, for, so everybody knows. I heard this on the K show, and they explained it. The, the, the contract, the, the 72 guaranteed is if he's on the roster one year from now. So going into the 2023 season, that would become guaranteed then. The 50, the 50 million guaranteed at signing is now. So essentially they're paying him 50 million this year. So if they cut him, they'll save 70 million, but he's still making $50 million just for signing with the Dolphins. And I, and I know if you're listening to this, you already saw the Tua jokes. You already have seen, heard the comparisons that Tua, Tua and, and Hill are the new Baker and Odell. It's the same vibes that nothing's going to happen. But the Dolphins, if Tua just takes an incremental step forward, this team can be really dangerous. This, this could be one of the fastest offenses, period. If, if they can get around deep passes and, and just work with slot passing and, and, you know, the screens and the go around routes like that, the Dolphins could be a lot better than some people are giving them credit for. Granted, I don't think paying a wide receiver in free agency this close to 30, this, this much money ever makes sense. But if the, that, if the Dolphins make the playoffs. The amount of draft picks they gave up, that's a terrible, I don't care what anybody says, that's a terrible trade. That's a terrible trade. We just said that Devontae Adams went for a first and second, right? And he's considered the best receiver in the NFL. Tyreek Hill, say those, say those picks again. I, I, I want to hear it again. I want to okay. hear it again. I will tell you the picks. A first and a second, I know that. The 29th and the 50 uh, overall picks this year. A, first, a fourth round pick, I guess that's this year too. And yep. then a fourth and sixth round picks in 23. That, that is too much. That's way too much. That is way too much. That is way too much for a wide receiver. Uh, and the Jets much. and the Jets offered did not include a first round pick, but rather multiple multiple picks that would commensurate to the Dolphins' pick, uh, offer based on the draft value chart that teams use. The Chiefs would have gotten the number 35, 38, and sixty nine picks, and and this year, and then the Dolphins would have got the hundred and third overall pick. Or, yeah. or the Jets would have got the 103rd overall pick from the Dolphins. So the Jets had a decent trade. But like a lot of Jets fans were being harsh on, on the team because, of course, same old Jets. Da, 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 the rival got got them. No, but that, but that's smart. But that's you don't. That's way too much draft compensation for a wide receiver. I'm sorry, especially in, in a in a draft class that is deep at wide receiver. That doesn't make sense. I think the only saving grace is because of the team, like the speed. Obviously, the speed they're going for in that core. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, so it could be a fit for the Dolphins and they paid for this because if it works, it works. You know what I mean? I don't want to say it's definitely not going to work. My problem is that he's a speedster and he's getting old, older. Like he could be cheetah. I'm not saying nothing like that, but I'm saying at the same time, man, like he's a speedster. And to me, I've always thought he was a little bit overrated, little bit. Not a lot. Everybody, everybody hears that old that old word. They're like, "Oh my god!" What yeah, you're saying, Brett is not saying he's trash. Brett is saying when y'all were comparing him to Megatron, even Brett was like, "Guys, <laughs> like, 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 let's, let's relax." Especially with a guy with his speed, 
playing with a great improv quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, that's what maximizes how good you are. Ask Mike Wallace when he played with Ben Roethlisberger. You think, and this is just me and you. Ask Stephon Diggs when he plays with Josh Allen. Like, so if if Tyreek Hill would have went to the Bills, I would have said, yeah, that's a perfect fit because when you have a guy – who can improv like Josh Allen with a big arm? That's what makes if the Chiefs if the Chiefs traded his ass to the Bills, everybody'd be like, "The fuck is you doing, baby?" No, no, I, I, I yes, I agree. But my point is that that's that's the situation that to me makes the most sense for Tyreek Hill. Now, to your point, they're going to try to use his speed for gadget plays and slants and all this and, other and stuff. They, that's how they should. I mean, like... And that's what like, they're going to have to do because Tua doesn't have the arm strength. But to me, what makes Tyreek Hill so great was he was perfect for what Patrick Mahomes does. And like I said, Mike Wallace was a great example of that. Ben Roethlisberger being able to improv, having the, the big arm was perfect for what made Mike Wallace special. The moment he left that, and went to quarterbacks that couldn't really do that, we realized he was an average at best uh, wide receiver. Tyreek Hill is not considered the greatest route runner in the world. He's not. He's he's a he's a backyard football specialist, and that's what the Chiefs do better than anybody. So we'll see what you know. Even even if that's the case that they want to use him in all these different gadget plays and stuff like that, we'll see if that works because you still have to be a pretty good technical receiver to do that stuff. And, not and I'm nothing. not rooting against them. I, I hope it works out for them. But to me, that's a lot of draft compensation. That's a lot of money for a guy that, to me, I don't think fits what they want to do well. I think if you're going to uh, spend all that draft capital to get a wide receiver like Tyreek Hill, this trade would have made more sense for Debo Samuel. Like, right. exactly. I, and that's not shade of Tyreek Hill. Debo's two years younger, and he's one of the he best offensive exactly. weapons in the league. Yeah, he and he does exactly what you what they want to use him for. Yeah, they're trying to make they're trying to make Tyreek Hill into that, and I don't. And who knows? It might work. I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying I'm not sure if that's if that's the route I would have went. Especially again, very deep wide receiver class, and a lot of guys with speed. You could have gotten somebody with speed to do that for much cheaper and kept all your draft compensation. But the Dolphins, the Dolphins have been busy. This is not the only move they made. They upgraded their offensive line. They upgraded their wide receiver. I mean, their running back position. They re-signed a lot of guys that they need to re-sign. This is a good football team. Unfortunately, I still don't think they, they make the playoffs. And again, it has nothing to do with them. Is how deep the AFC is. And I, I'm, I was in my other group chat, and I was arguing with them all day about this. And I said, guys, tell me the wins. Show me the wins. Yeah, the Jets twice. Okay, show me the wins. I think, and you I think said, they yeah, play, the Jets twice. <laughs> and, I, and I said, and I said, okay, I think they play the Texans this year because they finished um, third in their division. So okay, fine. The Texans. That's three wins. Where are the other guarantee wins? Because I believe the AFC North plays the AFC West. I mean, the AFC East. So he's got to. So they got to face every team. In the north, good luck with that. They, I, I believe, they face the Chargers this year. Good luck with that. I mean, I mean, the bit they got to talk, talking about twice. the north. It depends when when they play the Browns, right? And yep. it depends on how good the Steelers are, right? But because because if the Bengals are still the Bengals, who have, who also have made moves to improve their offensive line, and, and or the Ravens if they're healthy, I don't think anybody besides you know the Lamar Jackson haters of the world think that the Ravens are going to lose to the Dolphins or and Dolphins fans, obviously, but yeah. And 
you know, the Steelers are one of those teams that we usually beat the Dolphins regardless. So we'll see. We'll see. Is it in Pittsburgh? Is it in Miami? I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule. But the point of the matter is, I don't see the wins. You got to face. You have to face the Bills twice. That could easily be two losses. And I think they're going to split with the Patriots. Like you know, what I mean. So I, again, where are the wins coming from? That we believe that they are going to outplay and have tiebreakers over everybody else in the in the West and in the North. I think I don't I think, see it. I think that the plan is to have one of the fastest offensives, period. Great. Jalen Waddle yeah. and Tyreek Hill is a wide receiving duo that, you know, like a, a competent quarterback could have 2,000 yard wide receivers with that. Yeah. Okay. But so, so now that's a lot of pressure on Tua to be what you thought. He, oh, yeah. So there's already, there's already a lot of pressure on Tua, man. No, no. I, I get that. I'm, and again, I'm saying like the Raiders, I'm not saying they're going to be a bad team. I think they're going to be really good. Oh, no. You're being you. We are actually being a lot more positive than it might sound. Yeah. A no, lot of us are, are like, oh, God damn, the AFC's deep. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, you're crazy if you don't think the Dolphins. I'm like, how am I crazy? There's Bear. three. There's three, maybe four teams in one division that could make the playoffs, y'all. Like, I, I, you think I I don't want to see Russell Wilson succeed, bro? I, like I'm a Russell Wilson fan also because of the amount of losers on this planet that hate him for being a stepdad. Like he, th- th- there's people that don't like Russell Wilson because he's a nice nerdy guy. Like think about that. Th- they hate him because he married Ciara. Like any straight guy wouldn't. But anyway, like I don't think that that team this that team that I have praise their roster for like brett did i don't think they they i think there's a chance they missed the playoffs so i don't think there's oh, a chance way, the dolphins way, make the playoffs and by the way I, and i've said this i'm like so you guys are saying all this but you admit that you don't trust tua and as much as you got we think that the coach is good he's still a first year head coach so at the end of the day you're putting your trust in them over what's going on in the west and what's going on in the north. Me and you argue whether the Steelers will make the playoffs. And I said I'm not betting money that the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. I just wouldn't be surprised only because we have a great defense and we have a great coach. A lot of t- those things those things yeah. tend to work yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to argue against Steelers fans with Mike Tomlin for and, 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 and my thing is the, the same argument the same argument, and your thing is, yeah, well, Mr. Bisky, Mr. Bisky, and I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll see if, if Mr. Bisky holds us back or not. Yeah. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, I think we make the playoffs. If he does, great, we'll draft a better quarterback. But my thing is, the same argument for the Steelers is a damn sure the same argument I'm going to make for the for for the Dolphins, especially since they don't have the pedigree the Steelers have. I'm sitting on my Steelers pedigree. I'm sitting on the fact that I have a veteran roster who got younger, who got more athletic who have a coach who's going to be in the Hall of Fame and who know how to win games, even when it's ugly. It's not going to be pretty. That, But that's Steelers football. It's never pretty. And, and we know how to win ugly games when we have no business winning. The Dolphins don't. And in the AFC, that's what you're going to have to be able to do. And even the Steelers, I think we're going to have a pretty good record. That does not mean we're going to make the playoffs. There's probably at least two teams in the AFC North that will make the playoffs. And like I said, that means that there'll be at least three in the AFC West, if not all four in the AFC West, that make the playoffs. I think only one team on the, in the South is going to win it. But even then, they might get in only because of how easier their path is because they can both the Colts and the Titans could beat up on the Texans and the Jags twice a year. So that's four wins right there. You know what I mean? Like, Plus, oh, 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 real quick, my bad, because I just saw it. I knew I, we were forgetting something what the Raiders did. 
The Raiders also uh, traded uh, and got Rocky Sin, the cornerback from the Colts. So they did. They they did make some moves to, to improve their defense. I, no, no, I, no, they they did. They did. It was just bugging me. I was like, I, I knew there was something. I just, I, think, I, I just think they have. Well, the Chiefs might have the worst defense in that division, but I think they have the second worst uh, defense in that division. And as good as, as Derek Carr is, he's not Patrick Mahomes. So I don't. You know I mean that. Like I said, I'm not saying that the Raiders won't make the playoffs. I just think they'll be last in the division, which is not a bad thing in that division. I mean, I, that that I'm, I'll say this too. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs are last in the division. They got worse. They got worse this year. I don't care what anybody says. Juju Smith-Schuster is not a number one receiver. We thought he was. He's not. And he can't stay healthy. So, now, granted, they now have two first-round picks back-to-back. We'll see what they do. They'll probably draft the receiver or try to – bringing a veteran to replace Tyreek Hill for cheaper, maybe a Julio Jones or AJ Green or something like that. But the point of the matter is right now, if you're picking the Chiefs to win the division, you're, that's simply because you just believe in Patrick Mahomes. I don't think the Chiefs are winning the division. I think that I think they're going to be a wild card for the first time. Um, so, but again, that's not, that's not a knock on the Chiefs. The division just got better. No, I get that. I'm just not knocking Andy Reid out the spot until he's out the spot. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs. That's just me. I just don't see them winning the division because their defense got worse and they, and their offense got worse. So Patrick Mahomes is going to have to play at an MVP level every single game for them to win. He can do it. You know what I mean? He can do it. But again, where are the easy wins coming from? I don't. See, I just don't see it. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't see the easy wins that you can stack. That you know. That's what made the Patriots so good. The, AF- the AFC East was so bad for so long, you knew they had six wins in the bag every year, right? So then you just had to pick and choose where those other wins were coming from. That's that's what's going to be hard about the Dolphins getting in. You know, because again, we assume they're better than the Patriots, but again, I'm not counting out Bill Belichick. Wait, you assume who's better than the Patriots? The Dolphins. Oh, I'm not. You're not assuming, okay. No, I, I think it goes Bills, Pat. The, the Pats weren't bad last year. Like, me, neither the Pats were bad. But Cam Jones, but I like, will say this the Pats weren't bad, but they didn't beat a good team all year. I said that all year long. They never beat a good team. And you saw when they played the Bills in the playoffs, they got smoked. So the Pat, the Patriots, and, and granted, they still have to get to the draft and everything else so they can improve. But my thing is the. Patriots, let's just assume they're they're not better than the Dolphins. I still think they at least win one of those games. I still think they split the, the series this year. All right. Well, before we wrap it up here, you wanted me to talk about my pathetic ass team. So I, I got all the crazy moves the Giants did. That's so much sarcasm. Well, hold on. Before before we before we get to our teams, let's Matt Ryan to the Colts. We got to talk oh, about the two games. Well, I thought we already talked about that. Not really. We mentioned it, but Matt Ryan I mean, to the Colts. For- I mean, how much do you want me to say that's not repeating what I said in last week? I'll, I'll, I'll say it real quick again. I really thought Wentz was the reason they didn't make the playoffs. I think uh, they upgraded at the quarterback position, um, not only because Matt Ryan is a comparable, if not better, quarterback just with arm with, with his arm. He is without a doubt a better intangible leader. And he's exactly what the Colts needed when it came to leadership at the position. He's a veteran, a former MVP. He's made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, we all know the same old jokes, but it's he still made it to the Super Bowl, something that the Colts are dying to do. 
And if they want to compete and win the AFC uh, South, then they made a trade. They didn't give up a high draft pick and boom, they got Matt freaking Ryan. Matty Ice is, is in Indy. Like I jokingly rip on Indiana teams, but like, I'm not going to sit here and just act like the, the Colts aren't going to be a solid team. They were a solid team last year with who I thought was a lesser quarterback. And now I don't think anybody is going to say that I'm the biggest Matty Ice fan, but at the same time, don't disrespect this dude like he's a bum. We're not talking about Joe, you know, 2020 Joe Flacco here. We're talking about Matt Ryan, who whose production fell off at the same time that Julio Jones's height, uh, the, you know, the height of Julio Jones's talent started to dip. There's a correlation oh, there. No, no offensive line, no running game. They had to they had to depend on Cordell Patterson to to like be the running back. And Calvin Ridley, Cordell Patterson, Calvin Ridley. And then, and then that was, and then they drafted Kyle Pitts. They were so bad they were able to draft Kyle Pitts. So and their defense was never healthy or good. So Matt Ryan still put up numbers. He still showed that he could play at a high level. They still need to get a left tackle. They still need to get some weapons because I don't, I don't like their weapons at all in Indy. That's their problem. Um, but that Carson Wentz trade gave him a lot of mid round picks, which is good. They had to give up one of them to get Matt Ryan back, but that's okay. I think, I, I think again. You go ahead and draft a wide receiver in, in the second round, and if they have, I think they still have another third round pick. Draft another one. They need receivers, they, and they need a left tackle. So I don't, I don't, you know, especially with Matt Ryan being being an immobile quarterback, they definitely want to make sure that offensive line is back to what it used to be. Um, Colts are weird because again, I don't see two teams out of the South getting there. It's one of those things like they're going to have to beat Tennessee. They're going to have to beat out Tennessee. They're, they're a dangerous team if they make the playoffs. When you have Jonathan Taylor, when you have the defense that they have, I think they could be good. But I, it's, again, it's Tennessee's. It's Tennessee's division right now. Yeah. I, King Henry, are, bro. King Henry they, and that are, defense. Are they better than Tennessee with Matt Ryan? We'll see. Maybe. You know I, mean? I actually think that this is the move that it, – and it's a, it's a smaller window, right? Because I, I thought it was a misleading open window with a younger once. But now it's more or less – because quarterbacks fall off cliffs, like like they just stop being good one year. I think it's you have until 2024. If you guys have not won at least two playoff games, no matter what, I think Matt Ryan should be done. I'm not sure what his actual contract is right now because there's so much dead money. Like I think the Falcons have the most dead money ever. Like some some ridiculous number. I think they have one more year of like him guaranteed of his guaranteed money. But yeah, like. That's a, that's about it. Like I, I really think it's a good. I thought it was, I think it was a good trade. Like they traded what? Well, I thought, I thought it was fifth. a great trade. I thought it was a great they trade. Gave up nothing to acquire Matt Ryan. I, I, yeah. Like that's why I, yeah, I didn't know how much you wanted me to touch on it. Like no. it's one of those moves where you just like sit there, cross your arms, and just shake your head like, nice. Well, you yeah, know, you know, because we we talked about yesterday in the pod that didn't work out. So I just want to make sure we. we oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, didn't we talk about that? Um, um and, yeah, and real so quick, because I don't like I want to actually. Hell froze over everybody. I want to say, like, right now the Eagles have a real shot at like taking control of the of the NFC East for the foreseeable future if they draft right. I I'm a, obviously a fan of certain colleges when it comes to the players I like. Uh, obviously, Bama and I guess like LSU is up there too because of like the colleges I just watch. Clemson is another one. Um, that's why Tua roll tide. I hope the best. But I was a Jalen Hurts fan before he was drafted. 
I thought he should have, you know, should have been drafted. People were telling me he's a third round pick and look where he went. He goes to my hated rival. And is he the best? No. Do you have the deepest arm? No. But if you surround, if, if you build the right team, the Eagles can be scary. And me and you were saying off wax, or it might've been the last spot. I don't remember. Um, they have something like three picks, this in the, you know, three high picks right now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's, that's effing terrifying because the worst case scenario I is they have, I think believe I believe they have 15, 16, and 19. Yeah, man. They, they can rebuild offensively so fast this year. And in such a weak division, if they continue to improve as a team, that could be scary. I just want to throw that out there compared to how I talked about the commanders last pod. We're getting Wentz and laughing at Snyder to this. I, I think the Eagles as an organization have not been got have haven't gotten the props as an organization they deserve for the last 20 plus years that they've actually had since they've drafted donovan McNabb now they haven't had a period of sucking yeah they've been pretty good yeah that that's kind of why i was getting on on sealers fans i'm like y'all don't remember before big ben y'all were not in the 90s like the giants had bad decades like every team has had like a, a stretch of terribleness the Eagles' misery is, has become uh, – they're like the Vikings. They don't have this these terrible, terrible seasons. They just have no postseason success. There's a well, difference. In the 90s, we did go to the Super Bowl. The 80s, we sucked. But oh, in, the 90s, we, in, in, the, in the 90s, we did make it to the Super Bowl. Just saying. No, okay, okay. All right. All right. Anyway. Yeah, the, the Giants made a Super Bowl against the Ravens, too. How'd that go? Do, do we want to remember it? No, we don't. But anyway <laughs> – Speaking of my Giants now, because also you alluded to the, the Cowboys. I think it's interesting because you said the Chiefs didn't get better. I don't think the Cowboys got better. Like, they got rid of a Cooper. They signed Michael Gallup. They re-signed Michael Gallup to a five-year, $57 million deal. Is Okay. That's a lot of money. Um, they lost Lil Collins. They lost, they lost Collins. They lost uh, Richard Gregory they, they, uh, they, because they didn't want to pay him. They made a couple of moves, but nothing uh, is really jumping out at me. Demarcus Lawrence back three mils for you know contract for for forty million dollars three years. Like, is yeah, that they're, anyone... looking, they're looking towards the draft because they need to get cheaper, which I makes guess, sense. But like, they have the draft to cut the guys you know are good. But anyway, the Giants. I say all this to say. The dumpster fire Gettleman left us with no cap, no roster, no depth at all to speak of. And the biggest move in the biggest free agency, the biggest offseason, we started off the fucking pod talking about this. Your father asked me, oh, how do you feel the Giants are doing? And I looked at him like, why are you disrespecting me like this? To ask me such a question. (laughs) The biggest move. The New York football giants have made in the biggest free agency offseason period of our lifetime. Fuck that ever. Tyron Taylor, two years, 11 million. Max value of 17 million with incentives. Do you know how crazy it is that the biggest sign is a quarterback and it's less for 20 million for, for, for more than one year? And that's the biggest signing that, that we have. We were attached to Mitch before he went to the Steelers. I don't blame him for signing with the Steelers over the Giants. Any Giants fans that upset at that because you thought, oh, well, they would do each other at the Bills. Y'all are fucking fooling yourselves. But Tyrod Taylor, running back Matt Breida, tight end Ricky Seals-Jones, 
Offensive lineman, John Feliciano. Offensive lineman, Mark Glowinski. Defensive end, Jihad Ward. Defensive tackle, Justin Ellis. Long snapper, Casey Kreider. Do you know any of those people? Uh, not really. I know exactly. Matt Because Breida was a backup running back for the Bills. No, I'm like, saying, I know Matt Breida. Yeah, because we live in the area where his team plays. Like, or he, played. He used to be um, on the uh, Niners. And on the Bills, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was that guy. That's my point. He's he, he's a decent guy on the roster, but he's a one year deal. The Giants are such a dumpster fire that I'm just looking around the division, and unless these G, the the new GM Shane and and the coach hit the ground running, this division is going to pass us by this year. Like this is not, I know I don't have any hope for this year, regardless. But I'm but like damn, we might be looking at the first overall pick. So, like, next year, no. Who's got a worse roster than the Giants? The Jaguars? I mean, the Jaguars have Evan Ingram now. Okay. The Jaguars? <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up the Jaguars. Let's the see what Lions? I mean, the Jaguars have spent the Jaguars a Jaguars have signed. Zay Jones, people. Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. LaQuad Treadwell, Evan mm-hmm. Ingram, offensive tackle Cam Robinson, offensive guard Brandon Scherf, Offensive lineman Tyler Shaddy. Defensive tackle Foley. That's a Samoan name. I ain't, I ain't going to butcher it. Another linebacker, cornerback Trey Herndon, and, and cornerback Darius Williams. They have legitimately spent more money than the Giants, and you can't even – like, okay, we're compared to the Jaguars now. Roster-wise, fine. Take that bet. I think the Jags are going to have a better season than the Giants. I will say that right now in March. AFC, bro. <laughs> Where are the wins coming from? Where are the Giants' wins coming from, my dog? Give me hope, bro. Where's our wins coming from? The division itself. Okay, we beat the the, the Redskins twice. We mm-hmm. <laughs> like you'll probably split with the Eagles. No, we'll split with the Cowboys. The, the Eagles okay. have the Eagles when we're good have our number. <laughs> like you'll you'll probably you'll beat whoever came in uh, last place in the South. That's the Panthers. You'll beat them, maybe. You'll yeah, you will. You'll you'll beat whoever came in last place in the north. That's the Lions. You'll beat them. I have no faith in beating the Lions. Their coach is better. Oh. As of right now, their their coach actually has their team playing with heart. I have oh. yet to see a Giants team play with heart in the last decade. Oh well, shit. Oh, I shouldn't say decade. Six years. Okay. Well, damn. Giants look like trash, bro. We got Saquon. Cool. Like, like, which one of our wide receivers can we trade for a first-round pick right now? <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for the laugh. Anything else? Would you like anything about your Steelers you want to bring up before we wrap it up here? Yeah, I got to talk about my Steelers. I definitely got to talk about my Steelers. Oh, here we go. Um, Making the I Super love, Bowl with Mitch Trubisky. No, no, no. I love everything that we've done so far. Everything. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Was exact and for all the idiots like, oh, you're just a Steeler for hyping up Mr. Trubisky. No, no, go back to any pod that we talked about this. What did I say? I said I don't want to trade for anybody. I don't want to sign any. I mean, I don't want to draft anybody. Give me, I said, Jameis Winston, Mitchell Trubisky, or Marcus Mariota. In that order, those were the three guys I wanted. I knew Jameis wasn't wasn't an option because he's not mobile, and they wanted a more younger, athletic guy. So I knew Mr. Trubisky was going to be the guy we went after, and we did it. 
And I'm okay with that. Can he thrive in our system? Yes, I think he can. If you go back and look at the numbers, when the when the freaking Bears actually used him the way he was supposed to be used, he played well. When they didn't, he didn't. So in our system, I think he could play well. Do I think he's going to be a superstar? No, I'm not banking on that. Do I think he could be our starter for the next two years and keep us afloat? Yes, I do. And if he doesn't, guess what? We'll suck and we'll draft a better quarterback anyway. So that's just Mr. Trubisky. We brought in Mason Cole, who's going to be our center. Beautiful. We brought in James Daniels, who's going to be our right guard. Beautiful. We brought in Levi Wallace, who's going to be one of our quarterbacks. Beautiful. Miles Jack was such a great freaking pickup. I did not think we would be able to get the linebacker position fixed. I thought that was somebody we definitely were going to have to draft. You thought you I was being Miles? sarcastic when I praised that pick. Like, we what got fuck, Miles. What the fuck do you mean? I was like, he was a dynamic player in college. Like, like what are you talking about? No, nah, no, I don't know, because you were trolling all day. No, no, no. What I said, just to be clear, I said if Miles Jack was drafted by Tomlin and the Steelers right now, at the same time in his career, he would be being talked amongst Steelers fans like a living Steelers legend. Like, he, one of the fan favorites on the team. And, and Brett's like, why do you say that? Because he was a dynamic player in college and, and, and versatile in college. And, and, and he would fit exactly what Tomlin would try to do with him on, on defense. And he was like, oh, oh okay. Nah, because he was trolling all day that day. So I didn't know what, I didn't know. Yeah, because you, you're all hyped over Mitch Tr- fucking Trubisky. Like, nah, okay. Anyway, Miles Jack was a great signing. We got a special teamer in Gunnar Oleski. Okay, who cares? Um, we re-signed Chucks for our, as our right tackle. Um, we re-signed Arthur Marlette. We re-signed Witherspoon as our corners. So right now, oh, and we re-signed uh, uh, Adams, who uh, is an interior defensive lineman. So right now, what? and we re-signed Miles Killebrew as a safety. Right now. Right now. We still need strong safety, but they're, they're hinting at getting Tyron Matthew. If not, they'll probably bring back Terrell Edmonds. Bro, oh my God, Tyron Matthew would be such a good pickup for you guys. Um, right now, we need two wide receivers because we lost all of our wide receivers in free agency. We still have Deontay and Claypool, but we literally have nobody else behind them. So, so, so pretty we, much from the outside looking in, you should go wide receiver with your pick in the first round. We might not. No, I'd rather go corner because we still need another corner. Um, Witherspoon and and uh, the other guys that we re-signed are good, but none of those guys are like a, a, a number one corner. So I would love to go corner in the first round and go wide receiver in the second and, and third rounds. Um, but we need corner. We need a strong safety, which I think we'll get with a veteran. And we still need another offensive lineman. So even if they went off the line in the first round, I wouldn't be mad. Honey Badger, um, bro. Sign the Honey Badger, man. Yeah, no, I think we will get Honey Badger in, in free agency. So the safety part will be taken care of. But going into the draft, I still think we need a corner. We need probably two receivers. And we still need an offensive lineman, either a true left guard or a better left tackle so that we can move Dan Moore to left guard. Um, what do you think the ceiling for this team is right now where we are? Before the draft, obviously, so super early predictions, like I just did with my Giants. I think I think, ceil- I think I the ceiling think. for my Giants is like six wins. You know what I mean? Like I think that's being way too generous for your I Steelers. Think, I think I think you're looking at 
nine wins if you're lucky. I think that's your best case scenario. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Nine wins and depending nine, maybe 10 wins because you win one of those games you have no business winning and probably either just making or just missing the playoffs. I think once again, AFC, right? Because the same roster in the NFC, I'm telling him he's a 10 win team and he's definitely making the playoffs. But this nine win team might not make the playoffs because it might not AFC. And that's and that's okay. Like, so 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 Steelers fans, I'm not being overly harsh. I'm just gonna list off the teams that are our st- playoff teams as currently constructed, if healthy. The Bengals, the Titans, mm-hmm. the Browns, the Ravens. I don't, I don't know about the Browns because we we really need to see. I how said if healthy, and if they have Deshaun Watson with everyone healthy, they're a playoff. Yeah. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson, they could be healthy. Deshaun Watson still might be suspended half the year. When I say healthy, everyone's starting, okay? Yeah, but there's no way Deshaun Watson's not getting suspended something. He's yeah, but even, get... okay, if he suspended six games, it doesn't mean the Browns are going 0-6. It could. It depends on who they play in those six games. I get it, but at the same time, I don't, I, I doubt it. Okay, so take the Browns off. You still got the Colts. You still got the Titans. The entire mm-hmm. AFC West. Yep. The Pats, the Bills. Mm-hmm. I've named too many teams, and not all of them are making the playoffs. That's no, my point, guys. Like, are no, the Steelers, I, like, we could make, we could sit here and have a lot of fun at full health. What, what, but, what, but, what, but, what, but that's what I'm saying. The schedule, the schedule matters for the Steelers. The, ske- the Steelers had the, wor- the hardest schedule in the NFL last year. We have a pretty easy schedule, all things considered, this year. We played at AFC East. So, okay, that's the Jets. We could beat the Dolphins. I think we could beat the Patriots, depending on where we play. Uh, yeah, but you said they never beat a good team, so they're definitely beating you guys. Yeah, we're a good team. <laughs> talking about. We, we play the NFC South. That should that should be three wins. You can lose to Brady and Tampa Bay. You should beat every other team in the NFC South. In the NFC South. This, listen, and this, this is a scheduling thing. I'm just throwing this out there. The Saints... If you play the Saints at home, you better win that game. Yeah, that's what it matters. That, 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 come on, let's I, be real. I don't know, and 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 we should. I'm, I should have looked this up because we at least know the NFL is weird. They already you already know what, what teams are away for and what teams are home. You just don't know when. I don't know how they figure that out. But the point of the matter is, if the Saints are at home, that's a game you got to win. Um, even if it's on the road, I'm sorry, you got to win that game. But the point of that, but the point of the matter is. The South should be three wins right there. So that's three wins. I just said the I just said the Jets. I said we should beat the Patriots. That's five. The Dolphins is a, a flip flip game that might be six. I think you at least split the Browns because you're going to face the Browns at least once in the beginning of the season when they don't have Deshaun Watson. You okay. got to win that. You got to win that game. We've all we've we've uh, swept the Ravens the last two years. So I'm going to say we at least split. So that's. Eight wins right there. That's eight wins right there in terms of quote unquote guaranteed wins. But that's also um, not above five hundred. No, yeah, you and then you we we were second in the division, so we would probably play the so we play the Colts. Okay, again, you play the Colts and you'll play the Raiders. Yes, Colts and you play the Raiders. You got to beat the Colts. You always beat the Colts. You should beat the Colts. Like we, I can't remember the last time we lost to the Colts. You got to beat the Colts. 
Um, and then the Raiders is the team we usually lose to. So I'm gonna say we lose that game. You would you would in right now as the rosters are currently that's but that's nine wins. That's nine wins right there. Yeah, and that's nine wins where you have tiebreakers over the Colts, right? You have a tiebreaker over the Dolphins, you have a tiebreaker over the Patriots, you have a tiebreaker over uh the Browns or the Ra- and or the Ravens, depending on how the division shapes up. That's, so that's how you, this is the best case scenario. That's my point. And, and yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not again. I like I said, I'm not betting money on it, but I can see it happening just because of the schedule, because of the schedule. And that's why I keep saying for these other teams, show me the wins. I'm showing you the win for the Steelers. Show me the win for these other teams like that. And that's the difference where. The Steelers at nine and at nine and seven or nine and eight, whatever it is, they might have the tiebreaker over all the over some of the other nine and eight teams. Not the Raiders, not the Raiders. So if the Raiders do become in last place and it's between the Raiders and the Steelers for for the seventh seed, the Raiders will get in and not the Steelers. If if, uh, well, if oh, we're playing and the Giants are playing the South, so okay, so AFC again, South. I mean. So okay, like, so, so Texans, so Texans and Jaguars, those should be wins for the Giants. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's nice that you like. You, it's nice that you're assuming we have wins. <laughs> like, you think you're gonna go zero and sixteen? No, I think we might win seventeen. Listen, Washington, we could split or or win both of those games because that's how the division works. Dallas, we could split or lose both of those games because that's how the division works. Let's say split. That's three. Jacksonville. Texas. Texans Jaguars, that's five. At, at Jacksonville. Let's go. No, oh, you're gonna beat them. No, five. Okay, five. five. At Minnesota, that's, L. That's a loss. Uh, uh, did, you, did you do the uh, the divisions? Is that in the yeah. accounting? Okay. Versus Chicago. L. L. No, yeah. at, wait, wait. At home? No, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. The Bears, bro, the Bears have lost everybody. Who's on the Bears? All right, fine, fine, fine. That's a win. We beat That's Chicago. Tough. Then we got Detroit. That's a trap game. You don't know the Giants. We lost that one. That's a definite loss. That's bro. Eight. I got eight wins so far, bro. That's eight wins. Okay. So then we got you, – well, you already got – you already counted Houston. So we got Indianapolis. That's a loss. Okay. Tennessee. That's a loss. Go ahead. That is. Baltimore. That's a loss. Go ahead. Carolina. That's a win. Seattle. That's a loss. Uh, th- that's a win. That's 10 wins right there. That's I have 10. Okay. The two that I'm really, I've, I have very little faith for the Bears, Lions, and Carolina because history tells me. Want to know why? The Panthers are one of those teams that have had our number historically. No matter how good we are. You beat them last year. You beat them last year. Yeah, but you guys should have been better. Oh, no. What? Oh, shit. Well, if you can hear me, I'm there for Brett. Me, that's N-E-V-A, the number four, (laughs) underscore the number four, B-R-E-T-T, underscore M-E-L on Instagram and Twitter. He is at not the Chuck D on Instagram um, and Twitter. We are at the dope blog, the underscore dope blog on Instagram, the dope blog, all one word on Twitter. If you don't bother me, I'm working.